Hey guys, this is Julian of Julian Gray Media. Welcome to the Julian Gray Podcast. This is the second episode. Today we have Nitro Fun and Venom, and they are Gus and Alberto, as you see on the screen here, if you're watching the video version. Say hi, guys. Hey, yo, what's yo, up? Yeah, yeah, what up? Um, and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so we kind of get the audience hip to guys, what you guys do and, you know, I've known you forever, so they they probably don't. <laughs> Alberto, you go first. Um. Well, my name is Alberto. Uh, I'm 21. Uh, I'm <laughs> mostly dubstep. You know, robot music. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. How about you guys? I hope we we can get each other really well. <laughs> Fucking nerd. I also play video games a lot. He also is a uh he he makes dubstep and he has recordings on Impossible Records, KJ Sokka's label, and Warpaint. And then we yeah. have Mr. Gus. Yo yo. Um is it my turn? Yes, it's your turn. Okay. Um my name is Gus. Uh I like Pokemon, I play the guitar, and I cry a lot. Yo, shred that shit, bro. <laughs> play shit on mine. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Copyright alert. Th- there's your intro right there for the video. Just go explain Switch out of mine. Dude. Who knew Nitro Fun was a guitarist, dude? Yeah, man. Killing it. Basically, the hardest song he's ever written. So, uh, what DAW are you guys in? Like, uh, what is your go-to DAW? What are your your favorite plugins? Tell me about your music writing process. Um, well, I- I'm on Ableton. Uh, pretty much, you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time. I do have Logic. I use Logic for like vocal, like vocals and stuff like that. Uh, but um, yeah, mostly on Ableton because it's the best, <laughs> in my opinion, for like producing. Oh really? Yeah, man, can't go wrong with that shit. And then like you know, I use Serum like hundred percent of the time. Like you know, I have massive and other. Uh, like, me too. I'm I'm more I'm definitely a Serum guy. I have a lot of friends who do other plugins, but oh, dude, it's so good! Like seriously, like it's so good. Like I only, I only use Serum. Yeah. Now you know the secret for everything. Serum and you're in Ableton, <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Alberto, Alberto was telling me that he really hates Massive. Oh yeah, I do. I'm not a big fan of Massive either. It's I was, I was off. like when it was the it's standard like, back. It's not in fun at all. 2014. I was all massive before Serum came out, and then Serum yeah, kind of wiped the table with it. How long uh, have you been producing, Gus? Because I know you're a, you're a young dude. Wait, what? How long have you been producing? Mm. Sorry, I'm eating popcorn. Uh, I started like I started when I was 14, so that was like. Almost six six years ago. So your first release was like, when? How old were you? Um. Well, I mean, I was fourteen, but like, 
Well, uh, my first big release, like my first release with Monster Cat was when I was 15. Jesus. Yeah. So are you, I guess you are the, <laughs> the old or the youngest artist ever to release with Monster Cat or definitely uh, close. I think there are like a couple more guys who are 15 to like something like that. Yeah. But you are definitely and one of the youngest for sure. Yeah, I guess. That's something you got to be proud of. Um, and how old are you now? I'm 19, and I'm turning 20 in March. There you go. And then, Alberto, you're 22? 21. 21. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll be 21 in April. Legal squad. Hey. I'm not legal. Yo, Alberto. What? What's 9 plus 10? 9 plus 10? 19? <laughs> No oh, man, you're you're wrong. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Come on, bro. Nine you plus ten. Nine plus you ten is twenty-one, dude. No. Game, bro. Sorry, my meme game is weak as fuck. Meme I'm game, sorry, guys. Meme game weak, dude. Meme we game weak as fuck. <laughs> Gus is Gus is the best meme game I think of the three of us. Yeah, for yeah, real. Nitro meme. Nitro. Nitro meme. I am the itch lord here. He is the edge lord and the nitro engager. <laughs> they keep saying that I, I look like filthy Frank. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't did. agree with. Damn. And uh, our friend uh, Thomas Frosty, uh, we like to make fun that he looks like Michael Sarah, which he does. And the first time I met uh, Gus and Alberto, we went to their house and they literally thought we were filthy Frank and Michael Sarah. I, mean, I, I, I didn't. I didn't literally think it. Like, I thought, I thought you guys looked like them, but I was like, nah, it, it can't be. It can't be. <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> yeah, oh these God, guys Michael are Sarah, like, cheap knockoffs. Yeah, we're the discount Michael Sarah and Filthy <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Like. And you guys are like not the only person that's ever said that to me. Like, there's been a few fan memes where it's like, Joji. It's like I love Joji, <laughs> and it's like a picture of me instead of Filthy Frank. Yo, I, f yeah. I love Filthy Frank. I think that guy's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, who's yeah. who are your favorite like uh, YouTubers? Do you guys do YouTube? Watch YouTube? Yeah. Um. Uh, I watch a lot of um. No, because I'm also a guitar player, so like I yeah. watch a lot of like uh, YouTubers, like you know, like Rob Scallon and like you know. Uh, Bruce Ryan and uh, guys like that, you know, they're just like guitar. I don't know. I have no idea who you're talking about, man. They're like they're guitar players and like they do like crazy shit with their guitars and like they just talk about it. Like this guy Rob Scallon, he just like he recorded a metal, he, like his metal band through a like old school like like like. You know what? I actually have like, seen that so video. Yeah, where they recorded to like a. You're a fucking nerd. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's, I mean, it's cool shit. I mean, it's kind of cool. guitar pretty nerd cool. shit. Like you. Oh, look at you, bro. You look like fucking Slash right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gus is Slash. I'm actually, Guns and Roses Ghost Rider. Yeah. There's this really yeah. wicked video of, of uh, Venon or Alberto like playing with Steve Vai. Oh, yeah. That, that was We got to link that in the description of this podcast. Yeah, dude. It was crazy. Like. 
you know, I, I've been a huge fan of his, like, since I was a little kid. Like, Same. literally, right. I was, like, 12 when I found out about Steve and, like, you know. He's just a big hero. He's mine. one of my, my dad's heroes, so it kind of rubbed off on me, yeah. Right, you know, it's kind of weird because, um, you know, you had all these, like, you know, old school dudes in the audience, like, just, like, with their arms crossed. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, I was, like, shaking before I went on stage. Oh, I yeah, I can like, imagine. What, do you, what if I fuck <laughs> up, you know? Like, oh, yeah. going to kick you up, man. It's like Steve Vai has, an, like, nice. an eternal judgment of you now. It's like, right. who is this kid? And then he, he I pulled it off. It. You were his son. Yeah, he said I looked like his son, <laughs> Julian. Which yeah, his name is Julian too, by the way. Oh man, that's legit. My dad is yeah, Mr. Yeah. Bill. He was like, it was awesome, dude. I had a blast. So like, what's like the most proud thing that you guys have ever done, like in your music career? I guess that has to be like one of them. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Um, like, what are you most proud of? The the fact that um, I was able to like find my sound because mm. I feel like a lot of producers struggle with that and uh, you know you know I like I I don't, I'm not sure if I'm like 100% unique but like I do have this sound that you know <laughs> I think you, you know, can say I'm that proud of it uh, you know yeah it took yeah. me like a year to figure it out my sound yeah you like, kind of just took a year and to sit back and figure out yeah, dude, you it was like, you know, yeah, I did a similar. It was thing painful. Like, Not gonna lie, it was painful. Yeah, uh, you know, I did a similar thing in like 2016. There's like one release that year for me, but it was just me like playing around with different styles and stuff. And I think I found something that I personally enjoy, you know, right? Yeah, now. and that makes me like really proud because you know, uh, I I don't want to be just another copy. You know what I'm saying? Right, and I think I think that applies to uh, Gus too, like. You he he does a ton of different genres, but he definitely has a staple. Yeah. You know, it's like a signature yeah. sound. I'm like, yeah, I'm proud of. That's like one of my proudest things too. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I like the fact that I'm not like uh, rest, restrict. I'm not like restricting myself to one genre. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like experimenting with a lot of stuff. Right. And yeah. But at yeah. the end of the day, it still sounds like Nitro Fun. Right. That's. I'm also like glad that for like some of my new stuff, I'm not like uh, following like uh, what's what's the word? Like I'm I'm trying to not like follow formulas. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to break formulas, and I think that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. No, that's something I've always liked about your stuff. It's very. There's, it's unique stylistically, but it's always been kind of your own thing. Right. like that. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah. fuck the rules, man. Yeah, dude. Fuck the police. <laughs> so, Gus, I have a question for you. Uh, what? How do you feel about Monster Cat? And how did you kind of get in that door? And who else is your, like, favorite artist on the label right now, obviously, besides yourself? <laughs> <laughs> besides you, uh, who's your favorite okay, artist? Okay, so... Let's separate that into yeah. three separate questions. So the first one is how I feel about Monster Cat. Yes. Okay. Well, I think they're doing some pretty cool stuff. I mean, they're probably like the biggest label 
right now. I would definitely agree like, with that, yeah. Like in the scene that we're in. So the electronic yeah, scene, cool they kind of do spearhead it, yeah. So they're like doing some pretty cool stuff in like that aspect, you know. Okay, second question, and how did you yeah. how did you get involved? Um you're obviously really young when it happened. Tell us that story. Well, I they made this remix competition for this song by Televisor, which is called uh, Old School. Mm -hmm. And I won it. So I just kept sending them de uh, demos and they liked them. So. so what was your first original over there? Uh, it was New Game. There you go. I yeah. think you told me it was like the fir the first thing you heard of me, right? Yeah, I, before I met Gus, actually, I had heard that song like a few years beforehand. And I didn't put two and two together that it was his until like a little bit after. <laughs> right. I met no, him, it so. is a great track. No, it's a classic. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> Nitro Gets Fun Classic. You should make a Greatest Hits album. Greatest Hits Nitro Fun album. With like all of your discography <laughs> legacy act nitro fun greatest hits so then yeah the third question who is your favorite over we, there right now besides we can sell it for like 10 bucks yeah wait what, what's up so the third question is like who is your favorite artist over at monster cat right now besides yourself oh. or yeah um i like the stuff that gamer is putting out gamer that's classic yeah, and I don't know. I'm trying to think. I really quite like uh, Karma Fields. I mean, that's very interesting stuff. Yeah, he he's got a cool, a very cool, cool aesthetic. It's not really monster catty. Um, and I'm really good friends with the um, what's his face, uh, Craig. Uh, uh bad computer. Bad computer. Oh, yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's doing cool stuff too. What about you, Alberto? Yeah, Who's your favorite on Monster Cat? Um, I'm gonna say, Pegboard Nerds. Classic, <laughs> obviously. Dude, you know, yeah. like just listen to the productions. It's like legendary. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. They they pioneered well, that. They've they've been at it for a while, so. Yeah. 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 For sure. And yeah, it's, and it's, uh, it's, it's kind of unfair. Yeah, they well, have Marshmallow is my favorite. It's like artist from like, Monster Cat. Yeah, it's like Dead Mouse on. Mouse trap, like nobody's gonna stand to them. <laughs> um. So okay, what are your what are some of your favorite songs of all time, or favorite albums or releases or what have you? For me. Yeah. Yeah. Go first, guys. Well, uh, like outside of Monster Cat. Anywhere. Okay. So. Putting you on the spot. I mean. Green Day. If I if I had to like. If I had to pick like a top five of like my most influential albums, uh, well, I don't know if I can count five right now, but <laughs> I really like I like the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Classic. I like American Idiot by Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like Worlds by Porter Robinson. I think that's in everyone's as of right now. Yeah, I know, right? It's like it's a new album, but it's just too good, too yeah, influential. Exactly. Uh, I like "Pretty Up" by Panic at the Disco. Dang, that's that's actually my one of my favorite albums of all time. The new yeah. one? 
pretty odd. It's no, like uh, second okay. or third album. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty old. <laughs> it's pretty old too. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did a video. I think it's coming out next week. If you're watching this podcast, it'll probably already be out. Um, on my top ten favorite artists of all time, and I mentioned Panic at the Disco, and that's my favorite Panic album. So, or well, one of them. Yeah. What a coincidence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know the singer's great. Like, <laughs> oh, Brandon, like, like, like he's supposed to, like vines it, and I used to watch his stuff, and like he's great. Like he's one. I think I dude, think I, objectively. I was like, what was that, Gus? I, uh, I was saying that. Um, I was watching like. I mean, just like listening to his songs and like listening to his voice is like uh, he's probably like my biggest inspiration to sing right now. Same he's, for me too. He's just like you know too good. Have you ever seen the comparison <laughs> yeah. videos on YouTube of like all the pop punk singers? Like he's objectively one of the best in the world in terms of male vocalists because of his his range. It's insane. Yeah, he can do like the super poppy stuff, mm -hmm. but he can also do like the super like hardcore. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, he can like, like literally scream, and that's very unique for that style of voice. He's like a uh, what do they call that? A tenor. That dude is a huge stoner. Really? <laughs> I know nothing. Yeah. yeah, he used to make these uh, live streams. Mm -hmm. Is he from LA? Lots of shit. Is he from LA? Uh, he lives. I don't here. know if he's from LA, but I'm pretty sure he lives in California. He lives in LA now. He wrote a song in his latest album about LA, actually, but I don't think he was from here initially. Most people right. aren't. True. This is where you move. That's where yeah, you. that's true. Like, yeah. Most people like that. I mean, except here, you know Skrillex. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm from Orlando. Yeah. You know? And I'm from. Uh, I moved DC. out here. Yeah. yeah, I moved out here about like. A year and a half ago, I'm I'm probably like right there with you. Maybe two years yeah. ago, no, for me. Yeah, and then uh, that's how I met Gus. Yeah, uh, I had, yeah. I had just moved to LA, and then we had mutual friends and stuff. So that's how we met. I think I first met you via Thomas Riccardi, Frosty. Frosty. <laughs> Frosty. <laughs> so Shout crazy. out to Frosty. Shout out to Frosty. Yeah, go check him out. He's a cool YouTuber. Does yeah. really awesome sound design stuff. I love that kid. No, he's an awesome dude, kid. Yeah. I really do. So, Alberto, what about you? Like your top five albums or songs? Well, I come from like metal. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm I'm gonna say like Slipknot's Iowa record. Do you come? Do you come from metal or do you come to metal? <laughs> both both, both <laughs> simultaneously yeah you should see me in a metal show like i'm just coming all over myself yeah dude so slipknot but uh but yeah uh slipknot iowa and then uh i love um you know the classics like you know Iron Maiden and uh, yeah, because my dad, my dad was a my dad still is a huge metalhead, so like yeah, he introduced yeah. me to like all these like classic stuff. Like, oh, my classic, dad too. Classic yes. bands growing up. Yeah, I definitely grew up with that. My mom was into industrial stuff, and my dad nice. was into like classic rock and metal. So like, got this really interesting parallel of electronic music and rock in my family. 
Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Like, same. I, I grew up, like, listening to that stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know. But, uh, you know, I like bands like, you know, Suicide Silence and uh, what else do I listen to? You know, like, you know, I'm also listening to, like, you know, yeah. like, you know, like. I actually find myself, like. The extreme like, stuff. You yeah. Know? I find myself right now listening to more, um, you know, other stuff other than electronic music than I do electronic music. Like same occasionally like, like, yeah but like most of the time it's jazz or rock or alternative never really never. i don't really go to spotify and put on a dance music playlist you know right because like we produce it you know so like, yeah so it's we're constantly listening to it yeah every day you know hours yeah. and hours a day when we produce our tracks we are listening to like you know gdm so yeah. like you know yeah when, when i'm like taking a break to just listen to music as a music fan right yeah you know i just and, it, and also i think kind of can inspire you know different right. different things in your music when you collect different ideas from other genres like i mean even gus was saying like pop punk um largely is different than dance music so if you're listening to pop punk you might collect an idea from their mm. writing styles but yeah Sure. Fuck dance music, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how? Okay. How did you guys get into electronic music then? Coming from this this rock background. Um, I don't know, man. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Straight up. I mean, I I started listening to Skrillex, and like, I think it was like 2012. There you go. That's and how a lot of people started. I don't know, man. He's just, he's so good. <laughs> yeah, Skrillex was pretty cool. Or at least he was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, cut that out. I, I, um, I, I can't criticize Sonny. He's the best. Skrillex is yeah, cool. he's Sonny, an absolute bro? legend. Um, <laughs> I can actually say that I was a fan of electronic music right before Skrillex. I'd say like 20, 2007, or I'm sorry, 2008 or nine when Dead Mouse was first like at his peak. Um, so I actually got to watch the rise of Skrillex, which was pretty cool. Yeah, dude, that's sick. Yeah. What about you, Alberto? Um, well, coming from like, yeah, how did you get come from Steve Vai to Skrillex? Yeah, so like, you know, I wasn't really, you know, aware of like EDM, you mm -hmm. know, like I knew Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, like, you know, yeah. that was like, you know. That that album was kind of, you know, the big pinnacle of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, the moment I decided to start making electronic music was when uh I saw Skrillex live. That that was yeah. Yeah. Whenever yeah, I see I like to, uh, my idols Ultra. live. Yeah, I yeah. watch Ultra. Um, you know. Dandy. And uh, yeah, I saw Sunny. I, I always I always wished I could go to like the big festivals and stuff, but I couldn't for two main reasons. Number one is that when I started uh, like listening to electronic music, the electronic scene in Mexico wasn't as big as it is now. Mm -hmm. So it was like, we didn't get like any good like uh, like electronic shows, you know? Yeah. Like school came, came here one time, but I couldn't go because I didn't have any money. Oh man. Like, yeah. We usually used to get artists like fucking Stevie Yoki or you know, sure. you know, so like, like how is Art, artists that like i didn't really listen to 
was is is the age an issue in Mexico or is the age restrictions there like significantly uh, more lenient? I mean, I, I don't want to like uh, talk bad about my country, but like it's not as like uh, what's the word as restrictive as it is in the U.S. So it's very like lenient <laughs> for yeah. It, it's very it's very laxed. Yeah. Okay. That term. No, that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, that, but it can be a good and bad thing, joke. right? Yeah. Wait, what? That can be a good and bad thing in the end, you know. Yeah. Especially if you're in the music. The, the good thing is that uh, I could get to DJ and yeah. like clubs and stuff. The bad thing is that some people can like get lost in the alcohol. For sure, at a young <laughs> age too. At a young age, yeah. 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 Did you have any issue playing? I guess did you play much here when you lived in LA? Can you repeat the question? Um, did you have any issue playing when you were living here in LA or did you not play much here? Uh I didn't really play at all. No? I was I was just there to like take it in. Take it just, out. I mean yeah. just to see like how how it was how it was to like be there, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well I did play a show and I invited him to go back to back with me. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That. yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's very cool. Ooh, I just scored a nice goal. <laughs> Gus is over here playing FIFA while on podcast. Um yeah, dude. so Alberto, you you released on Impossible Records, KJ Saka's label. What do you think of KJ? Dude, I, yeah, I love that guy. He's so like cool and humble and uh he's a great drummer. Dude, like oh, he's yeah. a, like dude, like his chops are insane. Yeah, I've 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 hung out with him a few times. We did that collab alliance project a, a little while back, but like every time it's like coolest, chillest guy, most approachable person. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm a drummer too, but like that guy, like he's most Oh my me. god, he's a madman. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's always in the Dude, back what? of your head too, like like yeah, this you know, guy you just watch one of his YouTube this guy videos, is like freaking pendulum drummer. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. 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 You know KJ oh, Saka guys? Who? KJ Saka. KJ Saka. No. Drummer for Pendulum. You're missing out, bro. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I know Pendulum. Yeah, no, it's it's the Pendulum drummer and it's also the Destroyed drummer. Yeah, and Destroyed, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a very cool guy. And he owns the label that <sighs> has released Alberto's things. Yeah. Oh, yeah he, he told me about it. Yes. Yeah, I uh, did a collab with... Uh, Sal, uh, my friend who goes by Basecraft. Holy shit. By what? By what? Basecraft. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sal, uh, he's, he lives in San Diego. And uh, yeah, we just did this collab. And uh, yeah, we just, we, you know, we were signed to Warpaint Records. Mm -hmm. But then Warpaint was doing this, uh, you know, it was a collab collaboration album thing with yeah. uh, Impossible. So, so yeah. they're like, hey, you guys want to release this on Impossible as well? So it's like, so we like yeah, sure. Release, and then, yes. uh, and then, yeah, we then we you know we put it out as as both Warpaint and Impossible Records, kind of like a. I was gonna release some stuff with Impossible, but my stuff is never heavy enough for KJ. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then I got to meet KJ, and then we yeah. hung out, and uh, you know. Absolutely. Sushi Absolutely. and yeah, it was it so, was a great time and. Uh, so what would you guys say are like your favorite collaborative projects that you've worked on 
like with other artists? Gus? Mm. All of the people I've called up with uh, are going to hate me <laughs> for the answer. Okay. But um, uh, let me think because I actually don't know. Because <laughs> you've done a lot of collaborative stuff, haven't you? Yeah I've, yeah, I've done a bunch of them. But anyways, I think my favorite collab that I made was uh, with High Proportions. Mm, yeah. My track Checkpoint. That's a classic too. Monster Cat classic. Well, because we had like, um, I don't know, like we had a, we had a, like really similar influences, similar styles, like, music, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. What about you, uh, Alberto? It was like cookies and milk. Oh yeah, you for sure. Me? Yeah, th- that's the best kind of collaboration too. Like when you have two really compatible writers, right? Or two people who aren't exactly the same, but like are incompatible styles. It's really interesting. Right? Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's the best. Like mm-hmm. you know, like just you know, when you're not doing for like exposure or anything like that, you just it's doing just for, for music, like, right? Yeah, right. you and your homie getting together to write a sick track, basically. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. you know, when it's like naturally, like you know. That was like our thing. You did it for the vines. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's saying you did it for the vine. When you're not doing it for the vine. <laughs> doing it for the vine. That's that's yeah, like man. my it's thing. With, for the, uh, vine. the collab alliance was largely just cool music. It's like ten of us working on a song. It was the most ridiculous thing ridiculous ever. Thing. <laughs> it was just that's really cool music vibes because it's like, comp- and the thing is, it was completely uncompatible music too. Like Seamless does like really weird uh, sound design stuff, and Mr. Bill's like a glitch guy, and then, guy, and then I'm like progressive house techno, and then Slink is like funk. So it's like, and then KJ Saka is like whatever KJ whatever does. KJ. So it's like he's that's a genius. A, that's like, another you can watch cool his YouTube videos. Yeah, like that's another cool way to collab when you have two completely unrelated styles. Right. And seeing what comes of it, that's another cool way I think to collab. Collab. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you just do it for fun more than like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. More than anything else. That's the best way I think to do it. Yeah. Nah, man. The best way to do it is when you do it for the money and fame. <laughs> yeah, bro. You, you got to do it for the money and fame, bro. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm only collabing with you for cloud. Buy a Ferrari with that shit, bro. Yeah, dude. Huh? Buy a Ferrari with that shit. True. And then crash it and then buy another Ferrari. <laughs> Just got to write it down, <laughs> dude. Like Afrojack? Like Afrojack. <laughs> like Afrojack. Did he do that? Yeah, it was a I big so. thing like a few years ago. Oh, man. Well, he's Afrojack, whatever. Afrojack. He came by like 10 Ferraris. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Damn. So you guys have any like really <laughs> cool music stories that that has happened to you over the years of being in this ridiculous industry? Um, I could tell you a bunch, but I won't. <laughs> he won't do it. He's keeping those uh, monster cat secrets. <laughs> the secret to a monster cat release. The secrets release. nobody knows. Nah, it doesn't even have to do with monster cat. <laughs> I know. The secret like, to Gus's heart. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I know a bunch of things, man. I've seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a story of like. Before I played my biggest show, uh, I was supposed to bring my my controller, 
Yeah. Like my my DJ controller to the venue, and I forgot it at the hotel. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> and the hotel, the hotel was like, uh, like forty minutes away. Yeah. Uh, so, I sent I sent Alberto. <laughs> and he got the, he he got he got the controller and then came back to the venue, like ten minutes before I was gonna play. Jesus yeah, Christ! Is that the yeah, arena? Yeah. Right on time, bro. And he was freaking like. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there were like fucking ten thousand people there, man. Was, was that the arena crazy. show? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, that shit was crazy. And like, he was like, he didn't want to use CDJs. Like, they had like ten thousand dollars CDJ set up, like ready to go. <laughs> he just and brings he was his, like, like bro, I need my bro controller, bro. I need my two hundred dollar controller to play this yeah. massive arena show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are telling me like he didn't hype it up at all, and you guys are like, Alberto was really confused about the yeah, scale this... of this show. Oh yeah, he was I mean, like. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, man. Like, to be honest. <laughs> and then yeah, you, the you get to the venue like and there's like ten thousand you know? people there. I, I really, I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah, like, it was kind of a surprise for me as well. <laughs> Dude, you like watch yeah, out like, and it's like yeah. holy crap. He was like, bro, you should come down and hang out with me here in Mexico. I'm playing a gig in a couple weeks, you know. Um, I was like, yeah, sure, you know, like. It didn't sound like a big deal, like, you know. But then I fucking get there, and, like, it's a fucking 10,000, like, seat arena. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nitro Fun's Nitro pulling fun's the, the big bucks, crazy. dude. Nitro Fun what? Pulling the big bucks venues. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then I got his controller. And then... Yeah, you're... Yeah. I what controller is it? I saved your ass, bro. <laughs> you, you did, man. What controller do you run, uh, Gus? Uh, it's a Pioneer DDJ something. Oh, it's like one of those Serato controllers? Yeah, Yeah, man. I think I've got the exact same one. Like, laying on my shelf. No way. Yep. Nice. The, the, and he the, brought his the, drums, too. He played drums live and shit. You did? Yeah. And That's and pretty cool. Now are they? It wasn't like, like a real drum. It was like, like actual like drums. Still, you know, he was yeah. just like jamming to like to the track. It was it was pretty pretty awesome. Do you play like <laughs> real so drums goes. or is it MIDI drums? Uh, those were MIDI drums, but since then, I got a Roland Octopad, mm -hmm. which is the one you can see here. Yeah. Uh, we totally and we totally can't. I've see only that. played I've only played that. <laughs> In one of my shows, which didn't go very well, mm -hmm. but it's, it's fine. fine. So, are you MIDI triggering <laughs> through like Ableton or something like that with that? Uh, not not anymore, because this thing has like really nice, uh, just like sounds and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't really need uh like Ableton. Yeah, I know. Like KJ Saka swears by one of those things where he's triggering in Ableton. Right. Via one of those, and then he yeah, has that. that that's what I used kid. to do, yeah. but not anymore. I had no idea you played drums. Well, man, I gotta step it up. Yeah. Man. 
What do you play, Julian? I play nothing. I play a little bit of piano and you I play serum, I, bro. I play serum. I'm actually eight years classically trained on trumpet. Oh damn! But oh, it's pretty oh, useless for what I do. Then you you do play something. Then. I do like I understand theory and stuff, but like I don't play any practical instruments, so it, it doesn't really help me much. What about keys? Like I play like a little bit of piano. Like I only know how to play piano because I understand theory. Yeah, but I can't like just like, <laughs> like play fucking Mozart. It can be Beethoven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gus, do you play keys? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I can play some Zelda songs. There you go. <laughs> you got that. Uh, how do you write your melodies? I guess you key them in and like Ableton, you draw. Uh, yeah, I actually just like jam sometimes and mm-hmm. come up with stuff. Yeah, I I actually largely write my melodies out on a on a piano, and then I I record it in. Some people draw them all. How about you, Alberto? Uh, well, I don't play piano at all. I suck at it. Mm. So like, no, <laughs> you guys are probably better than me at that. But, but uh, when you're writing your chord progressions and stuff, it's all I just all I just pick them. up my guitar and uh, okay. I start jamming. Okay. Yeah, because I'm a That's guitar cool. player as well. Okay, so you actually write your your chords out on guitar. Yeah, and then, and translate then I it. transcribe it to the piano. That's level. interesting. Yeah, and so all my melodies, they're all you know. <sighs> They that's were all on guitar. That's like the I one. I do that sometimes. Yeah, that's the one thing yeah. I really thing. don't understand about guitar is like how the. I never could wrap my head around how the chords work. Right. It's very interesting. But you know, it's I've been playing since I was like, eleven. You know, so like it's like second nature right now at this point. It's really ironic, yeah. actually. I, I started. I started pretty young too. It was like the first instrument that I picked up as well. Yeah, right. it's pretty. You know, because like when you're a kid, you're not like, hey, I want to be a producer. You know, like. Like you want to pick up a guitar and you fu- you want to fucking rock. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Like, for yeah. sure. It's really ironic because my dad is well was a guitar teacher, and I never yeah, got I into never it. Got into it. Never. Oh really? Yeah. So I, mean, like, I, I was that. around guitars my whole life. I have like 15 guitars in my house, back in my old place in Maryland where I used to live, and right. I never learned guitar. <laughs> really interesting. But yeah. Really interesting. Like, you know, does, is he like a blues guy or like rock? Blues, blues jazz, funk, yeah. 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 Rock. yeah. Rock. yeah. Nice, yeah. dude. Classic. You, know, you should give it a shot. It's fun. I like, I have a guitar. I'm not going to get it, but it's like right here. It's like I've been, I've been kind of plucking away at it, but like I, it's yeah, not guys. something I'm like really good at. Yeah. The only instrument that I played that like, like I literally don't anything like theory wise is drums. Drums, yeah. Like drums. I, I, like yeah. I play drums in a very like punk rock way, mm-hmm. you know. Well, drum theory is very different what? from, you know, most instruments. What do you mean? It's like I don't know drumming theory. Like I do, like basic, basic. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, when I'm, when I'm playing drums to a track, I'm, I'm just like you know. Yeah. In my yeah. own groove, kind of thing, you know, like. Uh, drum theory okay. is very different from other theory. Yeah, it's more like out of the heart kind of. It's it's, thing. It, it's, well, it's like Dave Grohl kind of like you, you know? know like very like <laughs> punk rock. Kinda. Like if you look at drum music, it's all just syncopation. It's not it's not right. melody. Yeah, so. exactly. It's I think melodic, like actual theory is way harder. Yeah, yeah. Because you take everything about the drums and then you apply it to notes as well. Yeah. 
But, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, like, you know, rudiments and things like that, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, well, you yeah, can take, like, Ableton ideas and apply them to theory, and it's really easy, like, eighth note, quarter note, dotted half note or whatever, right. you know, those sort of things apply to music sheet. You just have to know how right. it transcribes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, like, no, I want to learn it at some point, but right now, you know. Yeah, I, I can read uh, monophonic sheet like if it's one note at a time i can play it but that's right. because of the trumpet like trumpet's a monophonic instrument so like there's only so one like voice it. but if i if i'm looking at chords i'm completely bamboozled i can't play chords on piano while reading it yeah yeah well yeah. i played piano a little bit because of icon because i went to icon yeah and like they, yeah, you they and everyone piano classes and stuff which I remember when I remember when I did your homework for you. Oh yeah, you did my homework for me once <laughs> for Icon. Cause like seriously, man, I sucked at piano, bro. Like you know, cause like I come from like punk rock and metal. Yeah, like, I'm very yeah. like hype, you know. So like it's hard for me to sit down and like just play the piano, yeah, yeah. like you know. And for they sure. were making us like learn like fucking Mozart type of shit, you know? Like oh yeah, oh yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. So I was like, Gus, help me out, bro. Dude, it was it was some real easy shit, man. <laughs> it was easy for you, man. I, huh? Yeah. It was yeah. easy for you, but like, you know. Uh, it was just tough. I mean, I'm just saying it's not like Mozart level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like guitar-wise, like, I know, like... Yeah, I mean, you're playing with me. Steve Vai, so like... <laughs> yeah. You're better than me at guitar. Yeah. But not, like theory is all the same, like piano and guitar, like theory is theory. Yeah, once you, you know. see yeah, the Yeah, but but like playing it. But playing it, yeah, that's mm -hmm. the hard part. I, I don't have the skills that you have. Yeah. Thanks, man. So Good. Gus, did you do did you do uh, music school, Gus, or was it just self taught everything? No, I mean fuck school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I follow my own rules. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I was the same fuck, way. Fuck rules. Self taught. But, uh, do you know, like, drumming theory, Gus? I never asked you that. Uh, I was taking lessons for a little bit. So I know, like, I know how, like, to read, uh, like, drum sheets and stuff. Oh, yeah. okay. I, and I think if you can read regular sheet, you can read drum music. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, it's like, like, way easier, like, trust mm -hmm. me. Because the syncopation is all the same. Yeah, exactly. On the notes, it's just it's just reading the the chords and stuff is when it gets into the more difficult right. stuff. Are you guys good at sight reading? I can sight read on, on trumpet. Oh, can you sight read on trumpet? Yeah, Man, that's that's kind of hard. That's like it. Yeah, I can't I can't do that. I used to be able to when I was uh, when I was little. Yeah, but then I just. I just stopped doing it because I didn't, I didn't need. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I yeah. spent like a whole yeah. summer, like when I was a kid, trying to like get good at sight reading, but and I, I became mediocre at best. So you can just, you can just see music and read and play. I it, just, right? I just play the laptop now. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> I've become less and less about theory, and yeah. more about just. Well, I mean, it leaks into my music every once in a while, like you know, different syncopations and stuff, but that's cool. That's, that's, it's not like 
notation, you know? Right. Yeah. It's the rhythmic theory is still there, but not like the drawing out the actual sheet score or whatever you call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can do it with guitar tabs. <laughs> you know yeah. Like, no, I can, I can actually read tabs pretty well, but that's like really obviously visual. Yeah. That's funny. You, you can read tabs, but you can't play. I can, I can, yeah, I can tune a guitar. I can read tabs and like, it takes me a second, but I can like play the chord, but I can't like play the full progression. It's really hard for me. Damn. I'm working on it though. I'm practicing guitar because I love the, the tone of acoustic guitar. Right. Um, but it's just, I can't play it. So it kind of oh. doesn't work out. Yeah. Damn, Julian Gray. <laughs> Julian Gray. You need to step your, step up your game. <laughs> You have to in, engage Nitro. nitro step it up, work. Julian. <laughs> yeah. Step it up, man. Gotta step up my game, dudes. I'm, I'm gonna be shredding on, on progressive house music. <laughs> Playing behind your back? Yeah. 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 Anyway, I think we can uh, wrap up this podcast episode. Um, if you guys want to check out Nitro Fun or Venom, which is Gus and Alberto, make sure to do so in the description of the video or the podcast if you're watching on SoundCloud or... Yo, you want to hear me rap? Apple. Yes, we want to hear you rap before we close. Yeah. Uh, Like an outro. Let me get a beat. Wait. I will do anything. For some peace of mind, can stop thinking about you, but I'm sure you will come back. For now, I keep writing bars, seeing where life takes me. Happiness is real, it doesn't matter if you fake it. Your life is as good as you make it. And that's all I got. Dude. Exclusive Nitro Fun rap. Thanks for watching, guys. (laughs) Make sure to check out these artists in the description below. And I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Fuck you.